Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Jaynolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and let's just dive right in. I just almost said like dig right in. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, happy Monday. How's everybody doing? You can't respond. Okay, let's go. So we have a very special guest today, Jake Dillon, the generic Monmouth County mom. If you do not know who Jake is, please let me know what rock you've been living under because I'm going to send you a cell phone so you can download TikTok and Instagram and Facebook so you can look at his videos daily like the rest of us. Jake is amazing. He is literally hilarious. We sat down through, sat down on the Zoom, as he says, um, and we just talked and talked and it was amazing. It did take us a little bit. We had a a few technical difficulties difficulties, but that is fine. Um, But once we got started, I can just tell you he is the sweetest person, the funniest person, and also the realest person. I can't tell you how many times I was like literally covering my face because I didn't want to laugh in the mic because he is just so funny, but he's so authentic and he's real and he doesn't care, but like not in a rude way. Like it's not rude at all. It's just honest. And I love that about him. Um, So, you know, we just sat and we talked. He talks about, you know, how he came up with this idea, what it felt like when he blew up, how he's still in shock, how he got all these followers and also how he deals with, you know, dealing with being kind of like having this persona and this character that he's come up with, but also having to make sure that, you know, Jake Dillon is not the same person as the generic Monmouth County mom. And that's a little hard for people to understand, which, you know, some people are a little slower than others. That's fine. (laughs) So please enjoy this episode with Jake. I don't think you guys will be disappointed because he is amazing. He is hilarious and he is the best of the best. Hello, everybody. I am here with the amazing Jake Dillon, but also known as Jake. Let me know if I'm saying your last name right. Shansky? Shatsky, correct. Shatsky. Shatsky. Thank you. Yes. I, I'd rather be corrected. I'd rather be corrected because I never want to botch anybody's name. No worries. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. I love this stuff. We had a few technical difficulties, but we figured it out. Zoom is, yeah, we're learning every day. We're, we're learning every day. Okay, just um, a fun thing that I like to do usually when I have my guest on is um, talk about how we know each other. So I don't feel bad. I remember everything. I love that. So I'm going to ask you first if you know how we know each other. If you don't, that is fine. I'm a weirdo <laughs> and I literally remember everything and everyone. I'm always alert. I'm obsessed with that, as you should be. So do you have any idea? Okay, so first of all, can I see your, your hand for a second? You're, you're engaged. Yes. Engagement in Central Park. Yes. Okay, so that is where I think I was reminded of you from that, that beautifully put together video of your engagement. Yes. With Leaks Fitness. Am I correct? Yep, yep. Beautiful. Okay, so I just remember that coming up on my newsfeed and being like, this is the most beautiful engagement thing ever. So I was just like, okay, that's how I know Jasmine's name. Beyond, uh, before that, I'm thinking we've met in high school, um, but I have awful memory. So just remind me. And also congrats on the engagement and everything. Oh, um, thank you, thank you. Awesome. So the, there's two instances. The first one is 
we both went to Brookdale. Did you go, you went to Brookdale? Yes, that summer, I did a couple summers there. We had public speaking together. Public speaking, oh my God, okay, yes. Which, mind you, was at like 9 a.m. and I think I went three times because I would sleep through it. It was, ter- it was terrible class, terrible class. Yes, okay. The second thing is, but which I didn't know until I graduated, we both went to Pace. Well, Kira Powell just told me that. When I was like, I love you, Kira. When I was like, yeah, blah, 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 like uh, Jasmine from high school, she was like, oh no, she didn't go to our high school, but she went to Pace. Um, Cause Kira was literally my only friend at Pace, like who's also a home friend, um, bad times. But yeah, she just reminded me of that. Now your major was what was it? Communications. Communications, yeah. Beautiful. So we didn't see each other a lot, but I remember, cause I think we graduated the same year and you- He was at 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yep, yep. That's, we must have had like, I mean, we've probably crossed paths on the campus or small Yeah, oh, we definitely did. But, um, and I was like, wait, I had a class with him at Brookdale one time. <laughs> yes. Okay. I need to be reminded of this stuff. Sometimes I'm not. Like, no, no, it's fine. Like I said, I'm a weirdo and I literally remember everything and everybody, especially a face. I never forget a face. I love that. And also side note with Pace, I don't think I really, um, gave credit to it while I was there. I think it's just such an awesome school and like gives, you know, so many opportunities. And I was just so focused on dance in that moment and not like seizing everything outside of that. Um, but it was just such an awesome school to graduate from. No, yeah, I, I had such a good time at Pace and I did Brookdale for two years. And then when I transferred, I was like, I only applied to one. I was like, I just want to go to Pace. And that's where I not- Oh, wow. And did you live in the dorms there, an apartment? Yep, I stayed at the dorms. I got, I had Broadway. I was thankful enough. I never had to do John yeah. Street. Um, <laughs> I was in Broadway and then I bit, be- I basically got all the good, I always had good dorms. I was good until- I am lucky. Yeah, it was good. Um, so yeah, I just wanted that little fun fact. I was like, he definitely doesn't remember because I'm literally the only person who ever remembers anything. No, I said because I was 19 years old in that Brookdale public speaking and would be out partying all night and not wake up. So not good. It's amazing. No, no, no. That was a terrible class. Um, okay. <laughs> So that was just a fun little icebreaker for everybody else and us, especially because we had a hard time getting on this little Zoom. So <laughs> I can't. first I want to know, because you just said like you were doing dance at Pace. Mm-hmm. So how did you fall into this comedic realm? Did you always, I, I know that it has to be something that you've always had, like comedy just doesn't come, like you have to have that, but how did you fall into it if you were um, to dance? Well, this can go on for a while but i started as like a musical theater actor when i was younger and was mostly an actor and a singer and like had my most training in that i was in fpac at howell high school which is a wonderful program for acting um i was a singer there and then i always was just like able to dance i could like dance in my shows that i was in but i never took like dance seriously in like a dance studio kind of thing my whole childhood then when i was auditioning for colleges i mostly was getting into dance programs i started at montclair which is an awesome program but pace was more geared to what i wanted to do commercially with theater and all that so i went to pace for dance i was not fitting in i was definitely an outcast not really finding myself there um so i would be commuting from jersey a lot of the years um and find myself just super bored and um super like needing to meet this creative outlet that I wasn't getting at school so I would start making these videos I remember specifically it started like fall 2014 when like the Ebola crisis was going crazy and there were so many things going on in the world and I was just human going through a lot um and I just started making videos on my phone and that would like relatively take off I didn't have that many followers the account was called Shatsky Laughs because that was my that is my last name um and then I think by January of the next year I started this Monmouth County Mom which was just like 
spoofing a mom that I had met. A lot of my videos are just spoofing ridiculous things that I find in the moment. Um, and I was just having so much fun. I was like, okay, this is cool. I have my little thing. That happened for a bit. Then I lost my confidence, was self-conscious about bullies finding me and this and that and all that bullshit that we go through. Yeah. Um, then I think in the past year, I was like, you know what, go hard or go home. Like, F it, just keep going with what you do. And during quarantine specifically, the Mom of County Mom thing was really taking off. I found that I was making it into this like web series that people were like subscribing to and wanting to hear more of. Um, and then I just realized like, I love singing, I love dancing, I love comedy, but I should really focus the most on comedy right now. Yeah. <laughs> Long. No, you're hilarious. And <laughs> that was one of the questions I had had. You know, you blew up during quarantine, which I mean, listen, I feel like it, it was great for some people like, yes, I know people lost their jobs, but in the moment, I think for creatives, quarantine was such a good thing. Oh, yeah. Like, um, so you blew up. Well, thank you. I mean, well, same with you. I think it really says a lot when people have maybe lost jobs. I don't know your specific situation outside of the podcast right now. Um, but like when I lost my job, when two of them, you know, in New York, in New Jersey, I was just like, okay, I could like sulk in my depression every day. Um, or I could just make the best out of this and realize you have your cell phone, you have that outlet just like you with podcast, which is so awesome. Good for you for keeping this up um, and just make the best of it. So I was like, you know what? This is a reason to wake up every day to get your day started like you have a full-time job and it is your job to do that. That's the thing. And I don't know if a lot of people realize that, like, you know, once you start doing things like this of doing videos daily, maybe even twice a day or recording a podcast, like that takes a lot of time and that you have, it's like having your own job. You're your boss. And for someone like me and you were, we don't have a team behind us. So like we, we are doing it. Like I'm recording my videos, I'm editing my videos. You know what I mean? So it's not just like I record this and put it up. No, we take a lot of care in what we do and we want good content. So oh, it's also like such a hard job. And when I saw these videos, I would, I was just scrolling through TikTok. First I saw them on Facebook and then I got on like the TikTok. I feel like I'm, I feel like an old woman where like I was like last on TikTok. Damn, and, <laughs> and now like I literally just scroll through TikTok I die at your videos so when was it that you knew that like these videos like this was it um well specifically like Mother's Day I to remember like going to bed at like Saturday night at 3 a.m you know into Mother's Day and I didn't realize because again we're old in like the TikTok generation even though we're only in our mid-ish late 20s like TikTok is for the Gen Z's so I didn't realize the point of TikTok for the most part is to take people's sound bites and use them to act out skits. It's such a cool part of TikTok that no other platform has ever used. So I like was going through my video about the Cinco de Mayo where I was like on Zoom with my friends drinking, whatever. I click on my sound bite and I see these like strangers, like 10-ish strangers at that time using like going out of their way to like rehearse first of all they had to memorize what I was saying in the videos which felt so cool it was like oh wow this is like a big deal that people that I don't know are going out of their way to like watch my videos rehearse what I'm saying and produce it so then I was I made a whole post on Mother's Day I was like this is insane blah 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 and it's only been what like a month-ish and yeah. since now multiple videos of people using my sound bites, whatever. And now I just feel like the game is you have to make that like funny enough skit where people are going to want to reenact it on their own. And that's what TikTok has been used for. How did you come up with this generic Monmouth County mom persona? I'm obsessed with it because one, not right. only is it spot on, but it's just hilarious in the names. And I also want to know who is Lisa? Because she, you hate Lisa. <laughs> Uh, my dad is obsessed with hating on Lisa too. Um, the original was from like my 
account that really didn't have a lot of followers that was very local. It was Mama County based. I remember leaving a New Year's Day party and it was just a bunch of women of like my mom's circle of friends that all live in Mama County but are from Brooklyn. Like it's just such a culture of women. Um, I think she was talking about how her daughter is an angel. Her daughter doesn't party. Her daughter doesn't drink. And I was like, I went to a Barnes and Nobles parking lot, like the one by the mall. And I was like, and I just made the video. Um, so over the years, that character kind of fizzled out. Then I was just like home for quarantine, immersed with so many Monmouth County moms again, like in Wegmans and everything. And I was like, okay, like this is funny. I can only do videos that I genuinely find funny or ridiculous or it won't yeah. be. Ridiculous. So then I started doing that. I always had Cheryl as my main character because that was a woman that worked at the front desk of the dance studio I worked at years ago. So Cheryl was always there. And then honestly, with so many of my videos, it's just in the moment. I don't like rehearse it. So back then I was thinking of my sister who's in grad school. She's sitting in the basement all the time. So I was like, oh my God, Kayla's in the basement. My sister has now called herself Kayla through and through. Um, and then I, one time in like one video was like, oh, Lisa. Like I was like, you know what? Mama County moms have to gossip. They have to be dramatic. Have to. Lisa, we hate. So then when one idea like sparks and people start gaining attraction on that, if that makes sense, um, I just realized I had to do that over and over. So I was like, okay, every video has to mention this woman, Lisa, that we don't like. And now it's like this idea of how do you grow that more and more every time? How do you always knock at that character? Because then it becomes this web series that people are looking forward to. They want the same thing in every episode, like a web series, if that makes yeah. sense. No, I love it. I love it. And like, no, don't invite Lisa. It's like my- <laughs> Oh, but to answer about like, who is she specifically? I mean, we all have moms probably that gossip. So, you know, you just think yeah. of that. That's always like being talked about. That's probably who she is. You know. It's hilarious. No, it's my favorite one at the end. It's like, and it's like right before the video ends, you're like, no, don't invite Lisa. It's literally my favorite part. Um, so with that, I've been watching you and I love, I don't, I don't try to be funny. People say I'm funny, but I don't consider myself a comedian but I love watching like people like you like making these videos and I'm gonna say this and I know sometimes people don't like to be you know compared to other people I see you as a Benny drama like I see you at that level no I'm telling you like totally different realms and things like that but I'm saying like the height that you could get I see you at Benny drama's level I see you there he is phenomenal. And it's like, he's someone that is so, has so very clearly not bought his way to the top and nope. bought, like, he has genuine engagement because it is, I mean, this could open up a whole other conversation, but like, so many people are clearly buying their followers nowadays. You go to their comments, they have like 10 comments, but they have 100,000 followers. Like, it just makes no sense. It doesn't add up. You go to like um, a rock band, let's say, like, you know, just like typical dudes in a band and you go to their Instagram, they only have like 30,000 followers, but they probably have 30,000 organic ones. And they're like, you know what I mean? Think of like a starting out band, but someone, then you go to these like Instagram models, no offense, and they have 40,000 and it just makes no sense. So someone like Benny Drama, it's very clear. And I can only hope to keep pushing my content every day so that it does become this genuine, like a hundred thousand views one day, like he has. Yeah, and where you make it longer into like YouTube videos or something where it becomes his series. Like that's another thing I love about him because he'll give you that little skit on Instagram and it's like, oh, if you want to see the full thing, it's either IGTV or YouTube, which you have to do. Super smart. That's something I actually didn't realize and I should learn from him is that I put everything out there all the time, but I really should start doing more teasers of things where it's yeah. like watch 30 seconds, then go to the next to watch the full thing. No, you definitely should do that because people are so 
engage with you and they love it, especially in this area, because we don't have anything like that. You know, like we don't have anything that's even just talking about Monmouth County. So it's, it's fun to watch that and see that and that it's like going viral. Yeah. I mean, I, so when I started this in 2014, it was like fun to do Monmouth County, Monmouth County, because you get such like a following of Monmouth County people. However, now with TikTok, I've had to change the game, honestly. And in the captions, anytime I do a Monmouth County mom video, it just becomes the mom, the mom that's this, or the New Jersey, the New York. You have to learn how to play the game, as I'm sure you've seen the podcast. You have to find a way to make it marketable to a bigger audience. So, like, people will be like, you're a local celeb, a local celeb. And as much as I appreciate that, I would, you know, I want to be... You want to get there, yeah. Like, you have to, like, the the biggest video that has, like, 500,000 views now on TikTok of mine is, like, the the New Jersey mom that moved from New York. And then with that strategy, it's like, okay, I've incorporated all of New Jersey and all of New York and probably, like, Connecticut and, like, anyone in that realm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I was making it the most broad that I can. Do you think that you'll ever, I guess, because we, I'll just use Benny Drama as an example, how he has all these different characters. Do you think down the line you're gonna come up with different or even now you might have them in so I've always had I have three distinct characters that I've always done the mom and county mom has just been getting the most recognition and honestly now that it's really exactly what you're saying now that I have this bigger following I want them to see that like hey I don't just do this Mm -hmm. so it's like constant game every day being like hey here's my like masculine Todd from gravity fitness video here's my oh my god Jackie and Steph like that kind of video and then here's my dancing it's like just like Benny Drama, trying to have multiple characters. I never took it seriously enough, and I was always just kind of like, this is fun, this is Instagram. Now it's like becoming more of a business where I have to make one video per week of each character, so people do that for those reasons. No, yeah, I, you have to. I would love to see that. Um, so I checked your followers before we got on here. I'm just going to give you a little plug. You have 11.6K on Instagram. Yeah, real one. Two <laughs> 22.1 thousand followers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And that and grows. now you're also doing cameos. Yes. It's been a lot of cameos. How, how surreal is that for you? It's so, okay. Like that is crazy how it came to be. Basically all of these moms, which now I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt because of my big announcement I made yesterday, which we'll go into. But all of these moms have been finding me and they want me to go into their Zoom calls because of my whole like on the Zoom video. On the Zoom. So, Doing. Yeah, like, and there's a song too now and merchandise, but I went into one of the Zoom calls of like, you know, a group of moms from Manalip or something, and it was fun, we're talking. A minute later, I get a DM from this guy who's like verified on Instagram. He's like, hey, my sister was just on a Zoom call with you. Um, she loves you. My niece, you know, her daughter loves you. And I actually know the owner of Cameo. Like, do you, have you ever been on Cameo? Have you ever looked into that? And I was like, holy shit, like, I, I've always wanted to do cameo. I just never knew there was a way to do it. So it was just so weird that this Manalapin mom had a connection to cat. Like if I had never said yes to doing that Zoom call, this wouldn't yeah. have happened. So literally within five minutes time, this man connects me to the owner of Zoom on an email chain. The next day, literally, I get on the phone with this woman in Michigan and she was so sweet. She gets me the password to be a talent on cameo and I'm on cameo. And like, not to brag, but yes, I've had now like 30 cameos in the past few weeks, which I, ne- you know, I wasn't going to make my price too high, first of all, because that's pompous, yeah. but I was it's reasonable and it's just been like one after the other and it's been so fun getting to like use this character in other scenarios beyond my ideas that's um i'm so happy for you thank you <laughs> um cool. so just to touch upon you said the video that you put out yesterday 
Oh, yeah. Where, <laughs> you, uh, I guess you've been getting now basically like talent calls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this could go into a lot. Um, so there's, but, yeah, you, 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 you explain it. You'll explain it better than I can. No, I'm huge in interrupting, so I apologize. No, um, <laughs> I love when people will be like, hey, we think you're funny. We would love to hire you to do like stand-up comedy, which is something I'm working on, like having my own stand-up as Jake Dylan. Um, but it's another thing to be like, hey, we love you, we love you. Come drink wine with us in the backyard. No one is a bad person for asking me that. They're all sweethearts with sweet intentions. However, it just has become a lot of them, which again is cool, but it's like, as a people pleaser, it's very hard for me to like not answer every single message and not like pretend that I want to do that. And it's like yeah. become like, oh my God, yeah. And oh my God, I would love to. And it's like, I don't want to. I have so much social anxiety and I just would like, I wouldn't know what to talk about, first of all, with like 40 year old moms. They're not bad people. It's just like, I don't have the time right now to do it. I keep it so real. Like, I'll always keep it real. Um, so if you're, I think what my announcement was yesterday. It, to make it broad was just like, I love you so much, but unless you're like hiring me to do stand up comedy or something, I don't have the time to, to sit like in the backyard and drink wine with you and be this character. <laughs> exactly. It's this weird, like, it's almost like hiring like Cinderella to come to your backyard for your kid if you're not as who they are in real life. Sorry to, if any five year olds are listening, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't, or Mickey Mouse, you wouldn't expect them to come as who they are in real life. They are paid to do that for your kid for a bit and then you move on. So, it would be very weird for me to walk into a backyard and be so fake because because I am Jake Dylan. I'm so different from the character. Yeah. I put that on for 60 seconds and then it's over with. So I had to just announce it. Of course, I'm sure I lost a percent of my followers, but the rest have stayed and it's fine. You're fine. You're going to blow up. I'm not concerned for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, speaking of losing followers, I have a few serious questions for you. If you don't mm. want to get to them, you know, take a sip I of water. <laughs> no, I love it. So... You blew up during quarantine. You know, you're getting all these new followers. And then George Floyd happens and people are protesting and the shift of the world is now we're all talking about Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. You put out a video as you just talking real about what's going on in the world and your support for Black Lives Matter. Were you ever concerned? Like, did how was that thought process? Was it like, this is what I have to, like, I, there was no inkling of, oh, I shouldn't do this because I don't want to lose followers. Like, what was that feeling? A hundred percent. So it, there's so many different types of people dealing with this right now with their social media, where some people think if they don't post anything at all, that they're going to be labeled as like a bad person. Mm -hmm. I disagree because I actually have like friends of mine that are so in support of Black Lives Matter that are like in law school that are waiting to hear back from law jobs and they cannot post anything, period, on social media. So I don't think people are bad people. Then you have people that are, I mean, I don't, we'll be real on this podcast, that are just going, all lives matter, all lives matter. Those, in my opinion, are just sucky people because they're going out of the way to say, hey, I don't support Black Lives Matter. Let me give my white two cents. Yep. Have, I guess people like me where it was this weird, like, you have to shed light on it. And not in a phony, like, let's just do it today on Blackout Tuesday, just to say that I did it. But then you have to find a way, which is what I had to tackle, to go back to your real life and go back to what you post every day. Because people find a way on my end to still provide the laughs and the comedy for people. But if they know you well enough, they know who you are as a real person and know that you like to tackle real issues. So 
I think I summarized it all in that one 10 minute video that I posted about, hey guys, I'm Jake Dillon. You see my videos, you look forward to those laughs, but here are my opinions on the Black Lives Matter movement right now. That was great. People saw that side of me, but then I knew it had to be more than that and not for a self-serving reason for likes, because if I was doing it for likes, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't get any likes of me holding a sign. I knew that I had to do more. So I knew that the Jackson protest was coming up. I showed my face to that. That was a whirlwind of an experience because it was more than people chanting and walking around. That was like 20 different black organizations coming up and speaking, 17 year old girls to like 80 year old men. It was insane. So like I genuinely in that moment felt like people need to know what the Black Lives Matter protests are. People that were maybe afraid of them, like me, need to know that one, there's a way to distance and be safe and stay away from coronavirus, because now we have this perfect storm of people being together, and that these are more than just walks. These are ways that you can go and educate yourself beyond just posting and hashtagging Black Lives Matter. Um, so I think, to answer your question, I knew that I had to post, but I also had to be a genuine person and not just post for a self-serving reason and really show my face to keep the awareness going so that it goes beyond Blackout Tuesday on June 2nd. Which was amazing. And like, I think I saw you post a video maybe like last week or in the beginning of this week. And that is amazing that you're using your platform, you know, to bring awareness to this. Because you, you could have literally been like, I just got all these new followers. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to lose anybody. So I'll post this little black box and that's what we're gonna do. And we're gonna keep it moving. And me and Cheryl and Lisa, are going to post another video tomorrow and go on with our lives. You could have totally done that. And I, I wouldn't say that you were wrong for that, but I think it's that extra step that you took to not only one post that one video, but to keep having a very difficult conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, I think just exactly what you're saying with Cheryl and Lisa, like in all <laughs> characters, it's still very clear of my demographic of followers. Yeah. Um, it could be very easy for me, and I've wanted to do it a million times over, to make a video that's like the Monmouth County mom that supports All Lives Matter. And to become this like shady Jake Dylan person that's like trying to like call out white women when I had to take a step back and be like, calm down, Jake. Like, yeah. do you need to do, say what you need to say, but beyond that, keep your brand as your brand for comedy. When you dive into a speech as Jake Dylan, people will subscribe to that. So yes, I'm gaining a following, it's great, if I lose followers, if I lose literally 0.05% of followers because they don't agree with my stances, it's just, oh well. I care too much about the world and too much about the movement to care. Because it's just like at the end of the day, there's gonna be the 99.9 .9 people that still like me, that are still good people and support Black Lives Matter. Generic Monmouth County moms are still good people. Just because they're white housewives, that doesn't mean they're bad people. Obviously most exactly. of them Black Lives Matter. So you still have to be like, I, I almost have to be that leader and be like, hey guys, I'm one of you. I'm white. I'm a little basic at times, but I'm fucking out there at protests. Yep. And you should. You should. So I, I've been trying to happen, make oh, happen. That's amazing. Did you, did you lose any followers? Did you, if you noticed, um, you posted that or get any comments at least? I have, I think that first day of it, it was definitely a few of well, cops are great. My, my husband's a cop, my, cop, and it's like this constant, like, unnecessary battle or debacle of cops are great, blue lives matter, and, like, they are great. And that's something I've talked about so many times. Like, I still don't understand that that is still a conversation. People think that we are now have to, we now have to, like, say that cops are great, even though I support Black Lives Matter. Like, that makes no sense in my opinion. So I probably lost a few people that are very, like, Blue lives, blue lives. Like, I mean, like, I had a girl, honestly, that lives in Wall, which is, 
you know, go figure, and not to sound shady, that, like, on Blackout Tuesday, and this is a girl I used to, like, go out with to the clubs, whatever, like, we're not friends anymore, but she posted the Blue Lives Matter thing on the Blackout Tuesday, and it's, like, to me, that is going out of your way to show I am a, I do not support Black people. You, you might as well have just not posted anything on that day. So yeah, in that, stay silent. You know, in that moment, I was like, unfollow and remove you as my follower, which is shady. But oh, well, I lost one of 11.6 because you are very wrong, in my opinion. And you should not deserve to see my content. And no I offense. don't want to see yours. No, yeah, I agree. I, I talked about that um, on like a few, like maybe a few episodes ago where I kind of had to go through Facebook and Instagram and kind of like get my life together and declutter and get all the noise out because also it's just negative for me like I don't need to see that and I also don't want to feel like I have to comment back to that and call you nope Mm -hmm. unfriend you're gone you can still say your ignorant things over there and I'm going to be over here pouring out positivity and educating people because it just it's like this hamster wheel of we're just going to go back and forth a hundred percent it's such a hamster wheel people were even really coming at me the day that I had posted um if you don't support Black Lives Matter, I'm unfriending you, I'm unfollowing you, don't look at my stuff. In retrospect, I understand why people were coming for me because they were all they were saying to me was, hey, Jake, don't unfriend these people. These are the people, excuse me, that you need to educate. These are the people that you need to show the other way of it to. Um, so I agree with that because I don't think those are people coming at me with ill intentions. They were just trying to say like, hey, don't be so aggressive. Don't try to make a divided world even more divided. Just like, yeah. Tell them what you think and maybe they'll learn from it. So that's where I've learned, like, you, sh- you can't unfriend everyone that disagrees with you. You should maybe yeah. use to inform them. If beyond that, if they're still ignorant idiots, then you remove. Got it. Yeah. No, I agree. Because I know I used to be Twitter fingers, but like mm-hmm. Facebook fingers. And I would be in your, like, comments, like, no, this is facts, da 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 And then I had one guy who didn't even want to have the conversation on his status which means like you have other people that think the way you do and you don't want them to see this conversation and then message me i was like no no, no let's let's continue the conversation yeah. where it started absolutely don't hide it but then because what he was saying was like no no no, i get it i get it but do you get it, or are you just trying to shut me up because let's have this conversation out on the open platform that you opened up you posted the status about oh. this, this and that so I've noticed that with people too, where they'll, they'll, they'll take you off of their status to have, which listen, I don't mind having, we can have the conversation on the status in the mess in the, in the messenger, but I just want to make sure that you get it. Mm-hmm. As long as you get what I'm saying. Perfect. Oh yeah. I mean, it's weird because Facebook then becomes this like show. So like, let's say you're having this argument with this person on your status. Then it just like leaves this world of people to go to your status, to screenshot mm-hmm. it. And, and then it almost becomes this like, uncomfortable, excuse me, vulnerable moment that you don't want to have because all you're trying to do is spread awareness and now it's becoming this like public debacle. Um, So for those reasons, if it gets too heated, I just think like, yes, bring it to Messenger, bring it to a private thing. If the debate stays healthy though and people are just chiming in and trying to be adults about it and inform, then it's on the Facebook status and then you're giving something informative for the rest of Facebook to see. Yeah, no, I always try to, I always hope there's more comments so I can like feel it out. And I'll be like, Mm. If I see like a bunch of people go, I'd be like, okay, no. But if I see like, oh, a few, and I was like, no, I get where you're coming from, but this is how I feel, or I get where you're coming from, but this is how, then I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can jump in. I can jump into this one. This one's healthy. Oh. This is healthy. That's the other thing. I've gotten to the point where I feel like Facebook is like 
it's either a healthy conversation or unhealthy. There's really no in between anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, it's crazy. It becomes unhealthy. I also think that white people could do their part, do what I'm doing, but at the end of the day, I just don't have experience of being black. I don't, you know, and I'm always watching my words here. So like I genuinely would not have the same power in a status in an argument that you would and that everyone else would. So in your community, so it's just like, I get to a point where I'm like, okay, you've said what you said, but like at the same time, you shut, like I almost feel a little privileged because I don't know the extent of being oppressed. You know, I hope this is yeah. all. No, you're being honest. Like, no, no. I would rather you post doubly as much as I do because you've dealt with double the hardship than I have. Yeah. You, right? Like it just yeah. kind of, at one point, it makes no sense for white people to be like, well, this is this, this is this, because you don't really know what it's like yeah. to be black. And I'm sure you've struggled with that frustration of like, okay, like I appreciate it, but like, you don't really know what you're talking about kind of thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I just, it's more when people come back at you and you're like, I know you mean well, sweetie, but mm-hmm. you're missing the mark. Or the, I know that there was, you know, a video that was going out of, I don't know if you saw of Candace Owens and she was, it, she's a, a black woman, but she's conservative. Um, mm. And she basically was calling out saying, George Floyd is not a hero. Da, 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 and, you know, we shouldn't be making him a hero. And I was like, I don't think anyone has done that. But I did see a lot of, white people sharing it. And I was like, see, that's making you feel better about how you feel about the situation. Where the thing is, is it, it doesn't matter, like unless he literally killed someone, raped someone or anything of that nature, which he didn't do, mm. it doesn't matter what he did before. If he went to jail before for, for something regular, like something that a lot of people go to jail for, doesn't mm. mean that he deserved to die. So you're ta- like, don't take away from that. And then don't share this woman's video because you feel because she's black. And she, well, she's saying this, so like, I agree with her. No. That is so valid. Also, none of this has ever been to make George Floyd a hero. In what way has any of this movement been to make him a hero? It's been highlighting how ridiculous our system is, that we are killing innocent Black people. But then these memes are, in my opinion, are one of the best, are the comparisons of what the white, like, young college men who have raped girls have done, and they get no charges, but George Floyd does. In that whole mindset where has george floyd been made out to be a hero none of that has happened all we're saying is that white people get privilege people like george floyd don't like make him he still committed crimes just as many white people do he just got killed for it and not just him multiple multiple for years and years so that's what we need to be talking about and if you're too ignorant to see that you're just not on board with being a good person you're just not on the board i saw this um it was like a cartoon on instagram and it was of dylan roof who shot up the church and they Mm. took him to um, burger king or mcdonald's whatever afterwards and it's the back of a cop car and he's on one side eating his burger and then there's a black guy who's all beat up on the other side and like they're talking to each other and he was like yeah church massacre what'd you get and the black guy like literally like eyes shut all beat up and he's like my taillight was out. And I was like, if that's not like the perfect explanation of it, which is so sad. I'm like, this poor, this cartoon is like, just just simple, simplifying it for us so easily. Like, mm-hmm. and it's he not just the a- church and got, he said he was hungry and they took him to Burger King. It's just like, at that point, it's not even a, po- a picture to like be uh, political. This isn't like 
for a lot, I don't know, this is just so real. Like, I don't think people understand it. These are not pictures. These are not things that people are like making up or making, Exactly. This is actual real life. So if you're not okay. choosing to acknowledge that and join the movement in some way, like, where are you? Like, who are you as a person? You know, which sounds a little shady, but like, now might be the time. I think our generation is learning that it's okay to be shady and it's okay to speak our minds and say, hey, you need to be called out on this and this and this, as we all do. You know, our we parents, we were in elementary school about 20-ish years ago and people were using other slurs and that's so gay, that's so R word, that's so this. Like, we just, that was our normal. We grew up hearing that. So now it's our job as mid-20s and adults and older to teach five-year-olds that this is not what you say. This is not how you treat black people yeah no that's so true you know all known stuff, but that all known stuff. yes no right. uh, jake thank you so much for you. coming thank on you. this being open being honest is there anything like that you want people to know about you know you that you don't you don't feel that we didn't talk about um the sh recently I've been getting a lot of oh my god you're an actor oh my god you should be an actor oh my god have you ever considered going on Broadway and it's almost this like the reason I'm doing comedy is to make is to be so ridiculous and make a name for myself so that all these casting directors that I have been auditioning for since I'm a child finally see who I am and see my talent so it's like social media which is great has like opened the doors for like kind of anyone in the world who's not pursuing acting like I am to become famous where someone like me who has always been in that world and trying to get a movie trying to get a dance thing or this or that realize that you have to use social media and sometimes be as ridiculous as i'm being to get there so it's like i don't want to say it's offensive because people don't know that they're kind of being offensive but it's almost like yes if i had to tell the world something it's i'm doing this instagram this comedy to like get to the real big stuff to get in a movie to have a pop song out there to be a dancer in a music video like that's why i'm doing this i'm not doing it solely for that because i'm having so much fun in the meantime um but yeah beyond that i'm just very appreciative that people have been latching on and they're watching and people like you are reaching out and i'm getting to do cool stuff like this no of course i'm just so happy i was like oh i'm gonna message him i hope he wants to come on but of course and i would love to just see you in person or do this again in person yeah, you know, no i listen this platform is always open whatever you want to do whenever you want to come on i mean we're not that far from each other i'm in jackson mm -hmm. you're in out there's no reason why we we can meet once quarantine allows us to thank you so much i would love to have you on and just let everyone know where they can find you on social media thank you i am at jake dylan d-y-l-a-n one two three on instagram tiktok and then my facebook is just jake dylan it's the best thing ever you guys have to follow if you already don't but i'm pretty sure they do and also just one shout out my friend ashley wanted me to tell you that she is obsessed with you and she loves you thank you ashley <laughs> love you and i'll follow you back when i get your handle Yes, 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 I'll send it to you. Ashley Friedman. She is, as soon as I told her I was doing this, she goes, please tell him that I love him. And I was like, I will make sure to tell him. Thank you. I mean, yeah, this is just so cool. Again, go you for keeping this up, keeping going throughout quarantine, making an awesome thing, you know, from nothing. And that wraps it up for this episode of Jay Nolaism. I hope you all enjoyed listening to Jake as much as I enjoyed interviewing him. I loved his honesty and how real he was. That's probably, even though he is hilarious and funny, 
that's not even the half of the person that I got just through the screen. So I can't wait to have him on again, especially in person once, you know, this whole Corona thing is over and that me and him can really just sit down and have a good old chat. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please remember to share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. You guys have a lovely week.